0: all right and we're back are we live again
1: yeah we're live Woo! let's go baby hell yeah what's good how's it going man
0: it's going good how you doing bro
1: doing good doing good second episode who would have thought
0: second episode
1: only god knows what it was to make the first one
0: it was horrendous yeah but we got through it
1: yeah, and we got a name finally. Yep. Yeah. So.
0: So you want to say it?
1: Because people haven't already like saw it.
0: <laughs> hey, you got to make it official. It's only yeah, official when true. you say it.
1: That's true. That's true. But yeah, welcome to the collab jam. It's your hosts, the Plan Beats and real Banks. Good cue. Good cue. <laughs> already going terrible. Yeah. Th- of course. This is this is what people are signing up for spending an hour of their day listening to us yep thank you yeah thank you i mean (laughs) that's charity work if you can if you can somehow deduct that into your taxes go ahead because we we appreciate (laughs) thank you for
0: tolerating us
1: yeah i feel like our podcast stats is probably going to show like the first five minutes and then just peak down
0: yeah it's just gonna drop off but that's all right
1: yeah yeah i mean I think it's better than doing live shows on Instagram, and you're like, and you're not that prone to getting people over, and you're like just mm. basically talking to yourself live, right? And there's there's that nothing sucks. wrong with that, but to me that yeah that that would make me cringe with myself.
0: That's demoralizing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would just end it. I would just end it. I'm not. If that- if nobody's. It just says zero. <laughs> I'm ending it.
1: It's gonna. Kinda- <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: kinda harsh though. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. No, nah, I mean don't no nah, don't don't listen. <laughs> it was so uh goddamn harsh. Like no, I mean it is tough. It is tough to like but, but you gotta start you gotta start somewhere though. I mean you don't know if your life is gonna if your if your life is gonna get people around if you don't try it. No, right? that's true.
0: But you should already have followers, like before you even try to. Some people be trying yeah, it with but- like fifty people
1: yeah but the thing is, I don't have a lot of followers. I have like seven hundred or something on on Instagram, and I remember i think it was when i was when I just hit like six hundred or something I tried to do a live like making beats and after five minutes, I was like nah i i can't I can't be like here because <laughs> no one is showing up, and if someone shows up, it's just gonna be one one person, and they're gonna be like, Oh damn, I can hear the crickets and I was like, nah."
0: You know what's even worse? It's like when that one person shows up and then they realize nobody else is there, <laughs> so then they just feel like they just feel like awkward, so they yeah, leave. And, they just pop and in for a second. And they're like, "Oh, nobody else is here. <laughs> I'm out."
1: And and that and that's and that's tough because then you're left in that position where it's like, "Am I really gonna be the only one here, or am I gonna be the only one here and leave?" <laughs> right you know yeah and i guess i guess if you don't really you follow the person but you don't really like connect with them or something Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter but if it's someone you know and and you're like i guess i guess if it's someone you really know you you'll want to support you know like personally i don't have it's not that i don't have the time for lives but it's like i I got stuff to do i rather do my stuff whenever it fits my time slots rather than like oh there's a life going on i gotta jump on it i really never had much of the patients, unless it's like an important subject or something. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that, or even watching people's lives. It's the thing. I mean, if the life is, if the life is is interesting, depending on the topic or things, but like it is, it is, it is obligating you to reschedule your day to all of a sudden have to to check that live. Yeah. So usually, when it comes to live shows, I would rather just watch them afterwards.
0: Yeah, post. Yeah, post live. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Instead of being there. Alive. then you have to worry about internet connection issues and stuff like that too it goes on
1: yeah the The only bad thing is that with instagram you can't check the lives later like if it's on youtube it stays on youtube yeah that's whack but like yeah and and on instagram it's even worse because if you're on youtube looking at a live you can just look you can watch it and all of that but do stuff at the same time even on your phone and, and, and all that if it's on instagram unless you're looking at you're watching on your computer. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, you can't do anything with your phone. If you're like just chilling in bed, true. Like you want to reply to to a message, you got to log out of the the live and go back. Or maybe you can. I don't know. I mean, I suck at technology, <laughs> so maybe so maybe it's not oh, even it's possible. IG, but man. I don't think. No nah, man, I'm, I'm not even. No nah, man, I. I'm sixty-five at at heart. <laughs>
0: You look sixty-five.
1: Thanks, yeah. It's You're welcome. And and that's because I washed my face, otherwise I would look eighty five. <laughs> well, what are we going to talk about today? Uh
0: whatever you want to talk about. Where should we start? You tell me.
1: So let's talk about Neil yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna pick up on it. <laughs> we did get a suggestion on a topic a while back to, to bring back or to bring up on, on the podcast. Yeah which was sound design, and I guess overall sound selection. I guess this would be not specific to like sound kits, but like everything from, from making beats.
0: That's really deep. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, sound design in general.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, you have been creating a lot of sound kits lately, right?
0: Something like that. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. How many, yeah, how many
1: sound kits you got on hand right now, more or less? I know that oh. last year alone, you created a, a fair amount of Man, I of can't.
0: I haven't even been keeping track. I can't even tell you. It's, it's quite a bit.
1: Your sound kits are like crazy detailed, though. You think so? I think so. Because, I mean, I haven't, I haven't really purchased a sound kit. I think, I, I think the only sound kits I've been purchasing lately are paint sound kits. DJ Payne 1. Yeah. But other than that, I usually have been following the routes of like Splice, Noise... Mm-hmm. stuff like that where, where you can download per loop because i'm not as avid like using sound kits nowadays arcade arcade bro arcade don't <laughs> even get me started on arcade <laughs> like i i don't I, i'm probably just spilling out like the the goodies out here but bro arcade from output is so fire yeah I, I know. And, and and you and you tried it right you've been using it as well not as much as i have yeah
0: i haven't been like way into it like you have but i have been using it i guess just use it like just for like sprinkle stuff just stuff ear candy the vocal stuff is fire that's fire.
1: they have stuff from like their plugins really which they use it as a different type of library but the vocoders and and stuff like that they they really have a lot of crazy stuff most of my latest beats have had like stuff from arcade lately and it's just because the thing is my my when I first started making beats, one of my ch- biggest challenges was sampling. Oddly enough, and once I understood how sampling worked and all that, like I became kind of hooked on it. And Arcade gives you somewhat of a mixed experience mm-hmm. yeah. between like sampling and like composing, because you also have libraries where it's like actual instruments. True. So you have the best of both worlds: you have instruments and you have like these sort of chopped samples. And and the dope thing about Arcade, too, is that you can use it as a sampler itself. So you can just drag and drop your own samples to it.
0: Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that.
1: Yeah. So it'll automatically chop it up by 16 notes, I think, or something like that. And and it'll give you, like, you you can choose between a few settings and it'll give you, like, some default parameters, but then you can, like, Switch the the effects that it brings with, like how you want each 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 sound to be chopped up, or how long it you want it to be chopped up. Like Uh if you if you want it to loop, or just go back and forth as it reaches the end of the bar. Like it it there's a lot of detail when it comes to to using it as a sampler. That plus the massive library, and they're they're updating it on a weekly basis. I think so every week they add. Even more libraries to to their to their lines. That's what they call. So each instrument mm. or or a group of instruments is called a line to them. And and so you have this massive instrument plugin that you can just use as, a, as as an effects plugin, really. Because if you drop your sample and you use its effects, it's even doper. That's crazy.
0: I got to get into that, man. I didn't. I completely forgot that was a thing,
1: bro. The sampler is crazy.
0: So you could put like an actual sample in there.
1: Yeah, you can put. You can just drag and drop your loop, and it'll chop it up for you. And then you can go in and actually like tweak each each of the of of the chops.
0: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah!
1: Hell yeah! Yeah, I yeah, gotta bro. get on that. And so basically, it fills in your white keys, and then the black keys are like. I think there are three types of effects that it gives you. So it, it gives you like a choppy effect where it'll randomly play the keynote. Mm-hmm. So the C note is, is a chop of the sample, and as you click on the man, we should we should be sponsored by Arcade because we're just <laughs> yeah we're just giving so much extreme about it. Yeah. promo right now. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's really dope. It's just, really yeah, dope. Yeah, it's like, worth promo. it for ten
0: bucks. Isn't it like
1: ten bucks a month? Ten bucks a month like you it's can't really go wrong cheap. with that bro it's super dope so yeah I would say like when it comes to sound design i mean i'm personally i don't think i'm that great with sound design like i think that the, the way I, I i work on on instruments and stuff it's kind of obvious so i'll go through the routes of maybe chopping it up a bit reverse some parts mm-hmm. re- reverbs and delays and stuff like that but it's not anything too crazy unless i'm feeling really inspired about it i'm pretty much the same way though i think
0: like except for like when it comes to making kits that's when i get a little bit crazy like apply a bunch of effects like i have to
1: bro your kids are insane though thank you
0: man i appreciate and I know that. and
1: i know you <laughs> yeah if you haven't go definitely check out the rails Kits because like you'll you will not be disappointed because like your kids have... You, you usually do like a full-on package, right? So it's, it's like you got the hi-hat loops. Yeah. You got the drum loops, which always sound really dope. You got like from trap stuff to old school stuff, and they, fall, they feel really full. And then you got the actual melodies. And sometimes you'll throw like one-shots and chords and stuff. Yeah. So it's they're not, sh- they're not small kids.
0: Nah. I try to pack them out. I try to make sure there's a variety of stuff. Because yeah. who just wants like... A few sounds. I mean, unless they're extremely high quality. Like, and they have this, like a small kit, and it sounds amazing. That's fine. But,
1: yeah. I gotta make sure I get that content. It has to. But even then, it has to be, like, out of the box type of stuff. Yeah, true. Because one of the reasons why I stopped... I mean, when it's melodies, I'm more geared into buying a kit. But when it's one-shots, I got to this point where it's like... It'll either sound the same as everything else. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it, it gets hard to like distinguish your your one shots unless you're doing some really crazy types of sounds or you just have to be really outside the box. Because like when it comes to using sound kits, I just see myself going to the same sound kits. Yeah. Every single time for the one shots, you know the kicks, the drum the, like the drum sounds, the percussion and all that. Me too.
0: I got like a certain amount of kits that I, that's like the stuff I go to.
1: And are you like me? Like you have like. You'll probably have over a hundred sound kits, but you'll use the same five every time.
0: Dude, I got two external hard drives, like, just full of sound kits from <laughs> dating all the way back to 2014. Oh, my God. Yes. I have stuff yeah. that
1: sounds terrible now. That's just garbage. <laughs> Bro. I mean, I know what you mean, though. I still got a bunch of stuff that I stopped using that I guess I think, I think I only save it only because of like older beats that maybe I used samples from it or one shots from it and you might need the file. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is like having a whole bunch of gigabytes worth of sounds and using like 10 kits. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like when it comes to, to the drum sounds, I always use the same thing. I guess what I'm always looking more for nowadays is like weird percussion sounds like foley and stuff all of that that type of thing just to really give that and i think it comes a lot from like the lo-fi sound where they use these sort of it feels like crunchy sounds.
0: yeah like to crank up uh potato chip bags
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bro yeah. like
0: don't even like tantum? yeah i know tantum, it's dude. fine
1: it's fine it's fine like he's creative as hell he launched a, a contest with lace or if i'm not mistaken right like it was lace yeah
0: i think it was Lays. yeah
1: bro that dude when it comes to sampling 10 to is it's on a lo- on another level i've I've watched that that dude grow from almost from the beginning and just his journey is is insane like he literally i don't know if you saw this but uh, a couple of years back he literally sampled a tweet i don't i don't doubt it i didn't see it but i don't doubt it i think i think he, i think it was kanye's tweet i might be wrong here uh to, I don't think you're, you're listening. So, Kanye tweeted something. I thought you were talking like a tweet from a no, bird. No, 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 You mean, how do you sample so, a tweet? <laughs> so, I think it was a Kanye tweet. I could be wrong. Maybe it was his own tweet. Mm-hmm. I, it was a while back, so I forget. So, apologies if I'm wrong. But I think he, basically, there was this Kanye tweet, and he just ran it on Google, on Google Translator. So, text-to-speech, and it it just spoke the tweet, the tweet and he sampled it and he turned it into a whole track but he didn't like sample as oh it's gonna be a hook no he like used it all and chopped it up and used like to transform to sounds made it into kick and snares and and actual synths and stuff like because that's a lot of what he does a lot of the times he just picks random sounds and he'll transform them completely and turn them into plucks and synths and all that bro i tell you what like when it
0: comes to like making kits and stuff so interesting how you can take one sound like a kick for example and turn it into so many other things just by pitching it i've turned like just me hitting a table sampled it and then pitched it up super high and made a hi-hat out of it like, yeah you'd be amazed what you can fucking do bro
1: I, I i know that when i first started i was already amazed that you could turn a kick to a bass in, in a certain way you know yeah but just to see how much you can like switch things around like to to see a uh, a dishwasher or something like that being recorded and then turned into a synth and then just doing chords of it and all that, bro, that's that's insane. Yeah, that's that's you know. next level. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> maybe bro, one I wish day I had like maybe one day. I mean, I don't I don't think I would be good at it, but I don't even have the patience to like to even record. <laughs> yeah, to even record because you know you gotta you probably can just do it on your phone, but. In my mind, you'd be like, oh, I need an actual cord to pick up the," But you don't. You don't really like if you pick up your phone, you can't just clean it up and all that. Yeah. But it's my lack of... I think it's just laziness. It's not really lack of patience. It's just laziness. I, I can't really say it. I, I feel else.
0: you on that. I feel you on that. Because when I was making one of my kits, I think it was Diamond Stash 3, I was recording a lot of sounds myself. And I just got to a point where I just didn't even feel like recording no more. I was like, I don't even feel like setting up the mic to do this. And record all this shit bro
1: i can't feel it on that. but i think i don't know if it's like you get to a point as a producer where you're like no i gotta do more like this just using vsts isn't enough for me i need to like transform the sounds and all that so i don't know if it's like a natural grow into your production mm-hmm. or if you have to be like this actual type of creative that just like here's your coffee machine do a beep and you're like you know what Strings, uh, yeah, I'm like strings. <laughs> how the, how do you turn a beep into strings? And then, yeah, goddamn Hans Zimmer all over <laughs> <than making> beats. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. I wish I, I was able to, to get my mind into, into focus into that type of thing, cause, cause building sounds like that is just amazing. I'm always amazed when I see people do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I know that has to feel amazing too. I mean, just speaking from my experience of just recording stuff and. Like, i recorded some shit that you would never think would be a snare. (laughs) And I didn't even think it was going to be a snare. But I kept messing around with it, adding distortion and all types of stuff and envelopes and tweaking and tweaking. And I was like, man, this sounds fire. Throwing it in the kit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like that meme, you know, that producer meme where normal people hear a thump in in the desk and they're like, oh, damn. And then there's the producer like, oh, I'm a sample. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. What's the weirdest thing you ever sampled? A fart. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, like, you're like, I
0: wouldn't be surprised if you really did that. No, hell no. I, yeah, no. I wouldn't. The weirdest thing <laughs> that I've sampled. Hmm, That's a good question. I don't even know. Because the stuff that I sampled is just like stuff around me, like the table hitting the table or hitting the can or shit like that. It's never nothing that weird that's fair oh you know what i actually now i think about it it's not weird but it was just around the fucking house fucking rain stick
1: rain stick yeah is that like that weird percussion thing that you flip Yeah, it's
0: actually a percussion yeah that you flip and shit yeah yeah. that's probably that's not weird but i was like oh shit this is this is in the house i'm gonna sample it
1: (laughs) (laughs) gotta love it when you find random instruments in your house
0: the other weirdest thing is my voice (laughs) sampling that
1: so did you do that recently because we did have a conversation we were like yeah i am recording my vocals but you were very secretive of what you were doing about
0: it yeah that was something else completely different though that had nothing to do with my Uh, kids but i did um i do have some voice chops from when i was testing my mic that i'm going to use okay yeah okay hell i might sample this whole podcast just take bits and pieces (laughs) of what we're saying and put it in the kit
1: yeah, next kit, the jam. No, but that's dope, bro. I mean, you released a lot of sound kits last year. I didn't even release one. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to sound kits, I, I don't know what it is. I just can't get my mind into it. I think I get too much on my head because I don't think I'm that much of a... Like, I'm not too crazy when it comes to progressions. Like, your, your sound kits, your loops are like 8 to 16 bars long, if not even longer <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And it's not, like, repetitive. It's like, it, it actually, like... Flows in and, and and almost sounds like a a full composition. But like, does it does it feel hard to you when you get into a sound kit? Because you're because you're doing everything else at the same time, so you're not just doing the sound kit. You're still making the daily beats, like we discussed earlier, and you got your projects and all that. Mm-hmm. So when you're designing loops for for your sound kits and all that, and considering how complex each of your loops are usually, do you feel some time of uh, do you feel like creative blocks throughout your process or does it feel natural to you towards like till the end yeah i
0: always feel creative blocks especially with everything else going on but i just but you're fairly quick yeah yeah it kind of depends it kind of depends but usually when i i've got other stuff going on and i'm working on kits i just like break it up in sections like i'll start a loop idea go with that and then once i hit a block i'll come back to it later so I take it one one bit at a time, I break it down into sections so I can finish it.
1: And do you stop it completely or do you like leave that loop on the side and you jump to a different loop?
0: Uh, Sometimes I stop it completely or sometimes I will like jump to something else. But the hardest part though is, is getting to the point of finishing it. That's always the toughest part for me. Like because I'll be inspired, create like a four to eight bar loop and it'll be fire. But then I'm like, I got to figure out what else to add. On the next section to make it more interesting
1: yeah how to build it up yeah
0: i don't I, I do not like where it's just one thing throughout the whole sample for the most part i do have something like that if, if it fits it fits if you know but i like to usually have changes going on
1: i mean that's normal right and i think that's one of my issues when i make sound kits is that i'm not that great with with creating super long loops so i, I might be able to do a good progression of eight bars, but when it comes to like extending it to sixteen, I'll feel like okay, but what can I do? That'll be that different now, right?
0: That's a tough part to figure out.
1: Yeah, and you really want to make sure that that people are are getting a bang for the buck, regardless of how much you're you're charging. I mean, I I've seen people charge fifty bucks for a kid. I've seen people charge one one hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know about all that. I've seen it. I mean, it's 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 more mainstream producers. I'm not gonna name names um but i have seen like bigger producers drop kits with hella high prices and i think that what you're buying there at that point is more like the name because because they might have contracts i, I don't know if they all have contracts but but some sound kits or a lot of sound kit use, sellers do have contracts where if you if you get a placement it's a split between you and the and the sound kit creator mhm so it's it's royalty free, but you still have to split when it comes to actual big placement. Yeah. So if you got a big name on on the on the beat as your co-producer, I guess it helps. Like it possibly helps with sales. But still, bro, like I wouldn't, I would never like buy a kit for three hundred bucks. Hell no. <laughs> but either way, yeah, you definitely want your your buyers to like get a bang for. For the buck so like although my sound kits aren't too crazy with progressions i try to compensate that with like variation and in kids so like the the unplanned kit that i released had like 15 construction kits or something
0: yeah that shit was jam-packed
1: yeah it was i mean it wasn't crazy like the progressions aren't insane and it's very lo-fi influenced but it's 15 construction kits and you get like uh the drum loops like separate you get everything so, I feel like that's where I can compensate my lack of ability, not ability, but it's like that block like I just mentioned of like making it even more complex towards the sixteen bars mm-hmm. so maybe i I can't provide it in that sense, but at least I'll compensate it this way. but I've seen people like charge twenty or thirty bucks for for like a fifteen loop kit, which isn't bad, but it's really just the loops, and I don't know I feel like. For that, I'll just get on Splice. <laughs> hey,
0: to each their own, man. To each their own.
1: No, to each their own, definitely. Like, there are some kits that are definitely worth it, even if they're they're just like 15 loops, which, and it's not just 15 loops. 15 loops is it's hard to, to get out, if, especially if they're loops like yours, but they're very long and very complex. But to me, personally, I would have more to choose from and probably more geared toward my, toward my end another tough thing is when you find a sound kit you might like a portion of it and not another one yeah so you might like five of the 15 loops and then the rest of the 10 loops you either won't use or you have to get creative and, and see how you can flip it to something that you actually like
0: that's where i go with it if there's a few loops that i like really well then i'll you know work on those first but then the rest i'm like yeah, i'm gonna find a way to flip it i'm gonna turn it into something that's dope.
1: But can you get inspiration from that? I do agree with you. Like, if you if you don't like a loop, but you have it on hand and you want to get creative, you can definitely chop it up and and take it to a crazy route. But sometimes it gets hard to get in the in that creative mode if the the thing you're using or the the sound you're using just isn't syncing up with you. So you might you might be able to chop it up to something insane that you'll mm-hmm. ultimately like like a lot. But you gotta get your mind into it, like.
0: You know what gets my mind into it? The challenge of it. To challenge myself to yeah. take this and turn it into something that you wouldn't even think, you know, that's what I sample. That's what gets me into it, the challenge. Like, I'm challenging myself. Like Let me take this crappy loop and flip it into something dope.
1: Basically, you're using all of my No, kids. <laughs>
0: that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, outside of the of the of my kids being or, or not being crap um you did flip a lot of my loops in a way that i was like did you though because <laughs> i can't recognize this like there's no way this is mine
0: i do that with with a lot of people's stuff though in general even if it's even if it's the most fire thing i still try to chop it up flip it and add my own spice to it
1: I'm not saying it's like me specifically or for some reason. I'm just saying that from my personal experience because it's my loop so I should know them. Yeah. But you flip it in such a way that I don't even recognize them. But
0: that's a good thing.
1: No, it definitely is a great thing. Like That's one of the reasons why I stopped using Splice. It's because so many people got into Splice and I had to go find other routes of getting samples if I wanted to use samples. But so many people started getting into Splice that a lot of people were using the same loops. And and most people weren't really going too crazy with the loops. They were just like using the full loop. They were just pitching it up and, and, and down. So it, it, a lot of beats got super recognizable between each other. And I was just like, I, if I want to chop a loop and get super intricate with it, that's cool, but I want—I don't want to feel like I have to do that with every loop because everyone's using every loop. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, if I hear a guitar loop, and I think it's dope as it is, obviously I'll still pitch it up or down or do something because I, I never really like to use the loops 100% as they are. But if I want to use a loop close to its original state, I want to be able to do that and not think... There's probably already fifty other beats that already sound like this because they're using the same loop.
0: Yeah, and then you put it out on YouTube and get a copyright claim immediately.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that happens so many times, and that's where I was starting to like draw the line as like, no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And there's a lot of crazy dope stuff on Splice, but like everyone, because it's super accessible. Like, it's it's. I think it's also ten bucks a month or something,
0: depending on the plan. Is it on the plan? Yeah, they have uh, tiers
1: oh they have it, maybe they have it I think
0: the bottom tier is like 10 bucks and then you have another tier for more credits hundred. Cre- for oh, like yeah, 20 bucks or yeah. whatever
1: still 10 bucks for 100 loops a month or 100 credits a month, it's, it's not that bad And but you know what's actually dope though? Mm. talking about copyright claims and all that Uh-oh. yeah it's that segue, our sponsor <laughs> we are sponsored by BeatStars BeatStars.com Um, No, but BeatStars is, if you aren't aware of what BeatStars is, it's a digital music uh, marketplace for producers to sell their beats, sound kits, merch. Uh, Not only producers, but any type of musician. It has been the home for a lot of great placements like Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. Um, What was it? Soldier Boy's G Make a Clap. Uh, CJ's Whoopty uh, and, and so many others Like there's, there's way too many crazy tracks coming out of, uh, out of BeatStars and the amazing producers that are part of, of BeatStars so if you're a musician, if you want to buy beats for your next track if you're a producer and you want to sell beats or sound kits or really anything for your music business go to BeatStars.com sell dash beats and use the coupon code CHECKPOINT for 30 days off your first uh, Pro Page plan subscription, and that will get you a Pro Page, which is essentially a website for you. So you don't have to go through the hassle of actually creating a whole website and and figuring out how that works. BeatStars has its own platform for you. It's super easy to edit, uh, and you can have your own homepage today uh, to host your beats, your tracks, everything. So again, go to beatstars.com/sell-beats and use the coupon code checkpoint. And yeah, thirty days off on us. The reason why I was saying this was a good segue was because a couple of months ago, BeatStars released their new tool, Beat ID. You saw that, right? Yeah, I seen it. So BeatStars did a uh, crazy push, and I guess a lot of people were sort of confusing it with Content ID. They
0: were. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I guess the, the, the price tag was what, what scared a lot of people. So basically what Beat ID gives you is the chance to track down who's using your beats on the whole internet. So it's not just on BeatStars, it's not just on YouTube. It's like everywhere that's streaming. I think it's over 30 platforms, uh, something of the sort. There are some rated R <laughs> platforms that they also look for. Oh, Yeah, bro, you can whoa. you can find it. I'm sure people I, I I know I know a dude who found his stuff being used on
0: awkward.:
1: Would it be bad for you?: <laughs> I mean, it depends on the on the way you found it and why and but but yeah, basically, you pay 10 bucks per track per month, and that does sound a bit scary when you put it like that. so you if you have like a 300 plus catalog, it's essentially 10 bucks per beat.:
0: But who the hell would? through their whole catalog. It just makes sense to take the beats that are your biggest, most popular ones. It make the most sense to me and run that through it. Exactly. Not all your catalog.
1: Exactly. And I think that's what people weren't really grasping at the time. They like and it, it wasn't all of them. Like obviously a lot of people thought the way you just did and and I did as well at the same time at the time. But I guess a lot of people just saw the price tag and they saw their catalog and they were like I'm going to I'm like I don't even make half the money to justify. i going bankrupt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's that's not the point. Like the point is, go check your stats, check the beats that have the most plays or the most free downloads or even the most sales, mm-hmm. and track those down. And you don't even have to track them down forever. You can just track for the first month and then turn it off, and and it'll just charge you that ten dollars, those ten dollars for that month. And see what results you get. I mean, it's it's super accurate. Check the results you get. You might find a lot of dope artists using your beats that you never found. They might even be crediting you, but they just never like tagged you or, or anything. So you never really found out that they were using your beats. And you can find a connection there. You can find a new artist that's dope to, to work with for the future. If they didn't buy your beat, they just used the free beat. You can do an upsell where you can like, hey, I, I noticed you used my beat. Here's an X amount of discount for you to actually buy it, and you'll be able to use it on streaming. Or if they already are using it on streaming and they shouldn't, you can always like make the connection of like figuring that stuff out. DMCA,
0: you got to go. Exactly. Buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, basically, it lets you find artists using your beats everywhere, not just YouTube. Uh, and that's the issue with content ID; it's very limited, and like. I don't know. I think that people just didn't connect with it immediately because of the price. But it's a really good tool. Like, I used it on a few of my beats, and I found a lot of dope artists using it. Yeah, I remember you uh, tried it out. Yeah. I even found one who had 30k plays. 30k? No, I'm, I'm going insane. Uh, it, like, the track... I don't think the track came out that crazy, but he had, like, 3k plays or something like that. That's not bad. Uh, on SoundCloud. And although the, the track wasn't super crazy, it was still good. And I was surprised to find that that specific beat was being used and, and had that amount of plays on the, on the last track.
0: I forgot SoundCloud even existed. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> I got to go in there and just type my name in and see if somebody's using my beats over there.
1: Bro, I remember when you were like only on Sp- on yes, SoundCloud. Yes, I know. Like You had a YouTube, but it was super dead. And I guess yeah. you were using SoundCloud to sell beats too, right? before you try actually i did sell a couple
0: beats through soundcloud but not not yeah. that many though then i got off of that i was like this is going nowhere youtube
1: YouTube. too <laughs> you were on premium though
0: right oh, on soundcloud yeah i was for a little bit of time yeah I-,
1: I got on soundcloud when i first started releasing beats and then it came like to the limit of one hour or something i was like nope that's not <laughs> i'm good <laughs> yeah that that was whack yeah
0: yeah. And you had to start deleting tracks to upload more.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, all uh, well, this one has to go. Yeah. That's kind of whack, though. I'm, I'm not sure. I never really got into SoundCloud's business plan, but that's kind of whack, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. But anyways, Beat ID, did you try it yet? Not yet. Not yet. I might in the future, though. You might have a lot of them. I know you'll probably get a lot of great results. I'm sure I do.
0: Like, sometimes I'll just type my name in on YouTube and see what pops up
1: that that used to be the way that was the way for me yeah but it was never that crazy accurate like with beat id i found stuff that i had never found by searching my name
0: yeah you have to go into like the deep corners of the internet to find the shit (laughs) yeah you have
1: to go to google's second page and stuff (laughs) bro by that extent I, i found crazy like websites sharing my kids Oh, like free kits but uh-huh. it but they were sharing it in such a way that that it looked super suspicious and i was like the kid is free like what's this all about
0: yeah they're giving people viruses yeah. and you, you're the one to blame because <laughs> it's yours yeah i'm the <laughs> one to blame i got
1: a they're, virus they're from download- your kid yeah they see they see the planbeats.com and then they see like this ultra suspicious website and they're like yeah i'm definitely gonna download this song from this second one <laughs> Did you drop the MCAs on, on on guys like, on people using your beats?
0: No, I've never I've never done that. Not yet. Nobody's pissed me off that much yet. If somebody does, I will do it. If it came to that point. But I'm I'm more I'm more lenient with people. Like I really don't care that much.
1: But did you find people like using your beats when they shouldn't? Oh yeah, because of course. it's either the free version. No, on on like Spotify. Not on Spotify. There probably
0: is quite a few people over there jacking my shit. But people are ruthless, man. They'll cut your tag out. Like, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is messed up. But I think that when it comes to, like, dropping it on Spotify and such, they remove the tag to make it seem like they bought the beat. Yeah, like, it's
0: more professional. They really bought the business.
1: Yeah. Come on, man, don't do that. They Maybe they bought the beat, or maybe they want to trick us producers if we found it. The only bad thing is when, because, I mean... I've sold a lot of beats, but I didn't sell all of my beats. Like, there's a lot of beats that still remain untouched. And it's really bad when someone decides to steal my beat, cut my tag, put on Spotify, and pass it off as they bought it. And I, and I have to tell them, like, this beat was never sold. Uh, you can see the
0: receipts. <laughs> like, come <no more. laughs> on. Your, e- your email was not popping
1: up in my notifications. But I mean, it is what it is. I've had both spectrums of it. I had this dude who tried to play it off. I had this other dude who actually was pretty cool about it. He was like, yeah, you're right. I I saw the free beat. I thought I could use it. I didn't read it. Let me know what I can do. And he actually bought the beat. Shout out to people like that.
0: Even shout out to the people that use free downloads and still want to give you credit, reach out and talk to you and stuff like that. I appreciate that. I have no problem with somebody taking the beat, free download, making a dope ass song and tagging me in it, crediting me. That's the best thing. Thank you. Thank you so much,
1: bro. One hundred percent. Preach that.
0: I have no problem with that because
1: that's the best thing. Me neither. I do not like it's because it's not because of the sales, and if the track is fire too, bro, I I literally had rappers dropping crazy tracks on my beats for free, and I had to hit them back up like, yo, this was fire. Let me just send you the lease, and I sent them the lease. That's dope. If if I really if I really dig what you did on my beat. I'm gonna follow back Mm -hmm. and if I don't follow back it's not because I think you're trash or anything but there's like (laughs) there's like there's like there's like this level of certain people and I don't know maybe it's because they connected with your work and so there's like that subliminal thing but like bro there are certain rappers that I keep around because they they worked so well on my tracks that I just I just wanted to keep keep sticking with whatever they were doing and I support them with their work even if it's not on my beats nowadays like we even got a couple of them getting on our REP, R- hopefully.
0: Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, <snappers>. oh, snap. Oh, <laughs> snap.
1: Yeah. REP coming soon. Don't, don't, don't steal our REP. <laughs> <laughs> when it drops, please don't steal it.
0: Anyhow, I think it's time for us to wrap this shit up.
1: Dorel is tired of me.
0: Oh, yeah. I've been tired in the first five minutes.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, in all, in all fairness, so have our listeners. <laughs> the ones who still remain, if any. If
0: you made it this far, I appreciate you. I don't even know how I do. Anyways,
1: this has been episode two
0: of the Collab Gym Podcast.
1: You could definitely not tell the difference between the Rel and I at this point. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week, hopefully. And yeah, play the outro. There's no outro, but let's just... <laughs> fuck it. <laughs>
0: do, 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 yeah!
1: Oh, I feel like that's a Seinfeld-type beat. <laughs> 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 Alright, everybody. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.